This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Mr. Keller, a, a couple of startups, I say startups because they're smaller company, recently made some news headlines because they discontinued, discontinued political discussions at the workplace. Software company Basecamp made a big splash when their CEO banned societal and political discussions from internal work communications. Basecamp, sort of in conjunction with the ban, also made a few other changes like getting rid of paternalistic benefits. And so 60% of their employees resigned. I say that because we don't know if they resigned because of the political ban or what. That all brings us to today's quote that comes from someone, we're going to just call it, we don't know who it is. The thing about politics is that nobody leaves a political discussion happy. So as I see it, there's two different ideas here. One, should you talk about politics at work? Two, should the head of your company ban everybody from talking about politics at work? Well, I guess to answer your questions in order, I think you should be able to talk about politics at work, and I don't think you should ban it. I mean, the first thing that came to mind when I was reading this article was the 18th Amendment. Like, how well did it go to ban alcohol? Like, telling someone they can't do it is going to make them want to do it more. Like, telling your kid you can't do whatever is probably going to... You tell me I can't do something, it's going to make me want to do it more. So, like, I don't think that's a good leadership approach. Um, but the political discussion at work, like, probably isn't uh, productive for productivity like it doesn't help people but like banning it i think is not the right approach yeah i definitely see both sides of this i mean it does seem like typically grown adults are working at a place so they should be able to decide what they can talk about and what they can't but i also see that hey maybe you're cutting down on productivity and maybe some people need guidelines as to what not to talk about yeah i mean the side of the ceo making the ban in a vacuum i think that makes sense being like if no one talks about politics at work we're going to have a more productive workforce, but people are complicated and you can't just make a mandate that you can't do it. I mean, <laughs> we made a mandate last year that you had to wear a mask inside and we saw how that worked out. Like even people wore the chin strap mask, it became a political statement. And uh, so like, you just can't, people are inherently not good. And so things aren't going to go well, but back to the quote, like the thing about politics, no one leaves a discussion happy. I mean, I would say 99% of the time that's true. If you come to the table wanting to have an actual discussion, you can. But politics, I think, in maybe this world where religion is less important, people put their identity behind their politics. And I think that's why it can get more heated. I mean, honestly, who really thinks in a five-minute discussion, whether it be at a party or work or a picnic or wherever, that you're going to convince the other person in the discussion that they're wrong or that they should change their mind. I think political discussions are just insane. Yeah, and I think a lot of time political discussions come up because someone just makes uh, a bold blanket statement. It's not like, hey, can I ask you a question about whatever? It's you say something and it's like, you know what your problem is? And then it kind of spirals from there. So I think probably the majority of the discussions don't even start from a place of chivalry. I just feel like these for some people, not all, it's just like right beneath the surface for them. 
and they're always ready to jump in and take their whatever side they're on in an issue. And it doesn't really even, it just takes like a, like a, not even a match, just like a spark to get them going. And it's all, I'm always fascinated when I see these discussions go on at work. I'm like, they were just ready for that. Why are you even debating them on this issue? Yeah, you have preloaded arguments and yeah. they sometimes don't even listen. Or some would say it's a, a straw, not a match that broke the camel's back. Uh, this is a little bit in the same vein that like politics and work don't necessarily make sense. But as we record this right now, this is the one year anniversary of when everyone or a lot of people changed their profile picture to black in support of Black Lives Matter. And I looked it up and just companies being involved in politics. There's a handful of companies that are publicly behind BLM. Uh, I'll read a few. Bumble, DocuSign, DoorDash, Grindr, Grubhub, IBM, Microsoft, Peloton, and uh, stock trading app, Robinhood. Um, I mean, that's, again, like that doesn't make me want to use those more or less. I'm not sure what Grindr has to do with BLM. Well, you know, sort of back to this base camp thing, which we had to put them in that list that you just read. It seems like there's smaller startup companies. You don't hear Pepsi Cola coming out and being like, hey, we're banning political discussions. It seems like it's these smaller, maybe millennial started companies that feel like they have the challenger responsibility to stop political discussions. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Did you watch the um, WeWork documentary? What's it on? I would love to. That guy's crazy. Newman's it's on Max. HBO Max. Really? I think, yeah. I'm going to watch that for sure. Anyway, basically what they talk about is this guy has this God <laughs> Messiah complex. Like you, and I think maybe there is something to being a wildly successful company. You have, I think Basecamp has seven or had 70 employees. Um, so there's got to be some version of, I created this company that's successful. I have this following that's following my idea. I can control what they're saying. So there's a little bit of audacity that can come with being in that sense of power. So that, that's another angle to it. You know, and it, this is what I think is always the f major part of our discussions when we have them. Like you're Adam Newman, you run um, We Work, and you maybe built a somewhat successful company. Does that mean you're right on everything? I think he thinks he is right on everything. By the way, it's like these discussions. Do you go into this discussion going like, you know what, I'm probably going to lose my top. Maybe I should work on that. Or do you blow your top every single time you have a political discussion and you never know it? Yeah, I, I think the people that have it bubbling up on the surface think that they are unequivocally correct. They think like there's no when you when you have that much behind it and, and like kind of the analogy I made to religion it's people have like you can say there's no changing my mind this is what it is and i think people have turned politics into some form of religion that that identifies with who they are and kind of you can get down that path also um thinking that no matter what your side does it's right and that's why yeah. we see people voting for not the other party and not people saying my candidate's the best one i really hope before the great getting up morning for me that I see a rise of independentness in our country. Like, I hope I see like 10 senators that aren't Republicans or Democrats, they're independents. I, I feel like a good chunk of my friends are independents and swing both ways and usually give rational arguments, not a Republican or Democrat response. I just wish we had more independent people in our world. I agree with that. I think the, the my major hangup on seeing that happen 
is the majority of people get their politics from headlines and yeah. not doing actual research yeah. on what it is. And so it's like, they see this they're like, okay, um, Joe Biden ate a baby. I'm just going to believe that <laughs> and run with it versus reading the full story. And it's not necessarily the case. You know, and that's why I really wanted to kind of set up this story, right? It's smart. Basecamp is the one that banned political discussion. I didn't even know what they did. They they make software. It's not all companies, but these little companies that did it probably did it to grab a headline and they're tiny companies to begin with. So we got to put in perspective, right? Yeah, I guess nod to Basecamp for being PR geniuses because <laughs> this is otherwise, I think they're a scheduling company kind of like monday.com or whatever. It's like basically uh, your Google calendar on steroids. I love a Google calendar on steroids, right, me. That's all you need. Well, if you want to watch Larry eat a baby, please reach out. You can find us on Reposted Podcast, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for Larry Robert Olson. Thanks for stopping by.